genre. Welcome back, listeners, to Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we talk about Toy Story 2, a real American hero, one minute at a time. It's a sequel to a toy line, okay? The 80s, 90s reboot of G.I. Joe was that. It counts as a sequel. Don't look at me like that, Jeb. I'm not even looking You're at You're side-eyeing me right now. Whatever. No, I was trying to figure out what that was from. It's G.I. Joe. Yeah, no, and then yeah. you told me, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm John. I'm Jeb. And we have with us a guest, Niall. Oh, hey. Hi. <laughs> he's, he's here. He's from the Batman, but the other, the, the, bat, the not Batman the, at 89. Yeah, yeah not, Batman at yeah, 89. Not, yeah. We've yeah. also gone through with so many people like, oh, you're from the Batman 89 yeah, right. podcast. And we're like, no, it's no. Batman at 89. <laughs> yeah. We end up having to do a whole thing. And we really should have thought about that when we actually titled the show. But like Batman at 61, I want to say. Well, what was it? 60? Something like no, that. 66. Yeah, I think like that's why we yeah. chose the, the date. Because it's like, well, if people want to do that old Batman. They can call it Batman yeah. 66 then. So. And if you were just Batman at alone then you could be like doing all the batman films yeah, that have would, ever yeah. been made and you might not that might be longer than like have to, a lifespan they would have to do like batman v superman which would be unfortunate yeah very unfortunate <laughs> well i mean there is a I've, I've, I've been on talking about yeah. batman versus superman with the guys who actually are doing mm-hmm. that movies and then they got suicide squad coming up next so like they they must be having lucky a, them a oh, we, gotta, movie, we gotta be guests on, we gotta be guests on that john i've never seen the film but i will for that <laughs> i want to talk about the dude who can climb anything slipknot right yeah yeah <laughs> such an in-depth you know interesting character and he serves the story so much that guy oh yeah he him. does he does so much in that movie oh yeah he's my favorite part so this is some sort of suicide squad is that it it's like when (laughs) that's what will smith said yeah it's like when in this movie when they're like wow this has been quite a story a toy story (laughs) two yeah two they they (laughs) then say two although because in the last one and weirdly tying this in this gang of toys right here could be referred to as a suicide squad because Essentially, they're wow. taking on like the most dangerous mission a lot of them have ever been on. Really, and, oh, way yeah. to just tie everything together. Right <laughs> well, I mean, we we did talk about like why these specific toys are going because like the only one it doesn't really work for is Ham because he's fragile mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, Which, but he's smart. Yeah. So there was a missed- there is a slight sort of uh, oh you you got to keep the women at home sort of vibe when they're going out. It's just like the men are going to take care of business, honey. I mean, uh, yeah, that's their excuse yeah. for Bo not going. But like, why then can Ham go and why not Mrs. Potato Head? Mm. Like, she should have gone. She uh-huh. should be. She should have. Yeah, because she's underutilized in this movie. Yeah, we like, need we, more of Mrs. Potato Head. We only see her again at the end. I don't even yeah. know if she gets line. Oh, well, she's in the bloopers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she gets lines until the next movie. I like, yeah, I w- she doesn't. I would say it would probably would have been wise for them to take like a platoon of the army guys, but then I guess oh yeah, like they well, they the, can't really the walk the distance though. So. Like they'll be right. unless they got onto like someone's back or maybe inside open Mr. Potato up, Head or something like and open up Ham's or inside, uh, yeah. cork hole yeah and stuff him in there oh, yeah that's, he's like a Trojan pig yeah yeah <laughs> anyway this minute begins with a wide shot of Al's toy being as that cow cart just slot, mm. yeah moves along <laughs> Okay, is the, the cow cart's the one that makes the noise, not the door, right? I think so. Or does the door also make the noise? I'm not sure. Well, maybe it's like, you know how like some places when you like open the door, they have like a ding to let yeah, like, the people bell. Yeah, yeah, I think they might have a moo. But also with the cart? Or... I have no idea. Yeah. That was... That's confusing. We'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it ends with, 
look for Al, we find Al. So which true. Is your caveman way of saying, <laughs> yes, let's look for Al. Look for Al. We, we find, find Al. Al. At the, at the, so, say, though, like this initial shot, though, how huge is this thing behind Al's toy barn? Like this, this. Oh, it's the side of the next build, the building next to it. It's kind of like an up where, you know, he's got the little house surrounded mm-hmm. by the building. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it also goes behind them. It's like it's boxing them it's in. It's a big. Yeah. yeah, there's like a couple of big office buildings or big apartment buildings there. I imagine that Al's Toy Barn, he must have had it for like a long time then. Yeah, kind of like how Mr. Fredrickson had his house forever, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then everything Al's... got built up around him. Do you think Al was a junior? Al McWiggan Jr.? No. if it's called Al's Toy Barn, was oh. it called like Laramie's Toy Barn before if his <laughs> and dad's then he... name was Laramie? And then he inherited it and named it Al. He, re- he renamed it. Yeah. He rebranded. Mm. Yeah. And got the chick inherited the chicken suit. Yeah. Aww. The chicken suit used to be his dad's. Yeah, well, yeah, but it was for... He didn't really use it for advertisement. He was just an eccentric... Yeah, he was just an eccentric man, and then Al was like, me, an intellectual, I'm gonna use this to make money. (laughs) To make buck, buck, bucks. Yeah. (laughs) Big buck, buck, bucks. I think I'm trying trying to think out the logistics, though, of just even the size of... Because I I was almost gonna go with, oh, maybe this entire thing around them is also Al's toy barn. Because it's like... Oh, wow. Because once you get in there, it seems like it's huge. But then I guess we are from from the perspective perspective of... of Yeah, it's the toys. (laughs) But even looking at like so in, in this shot here, like what, considering their size, and then when they get in, it still seems like that building they've got is a bit small for what's conveyed. But I guess man, mm-hmm. it's one of those ones. Maybe like it's beyond the the grand reveal. Alice actually is quite mm-hmm. of a quite a puny. Well, it's a pretty big building, even if you look at it in front of this these walls. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like it's got the entirely useless silo mm-hmm. that I'm sure. I mean, do you think there's anything in there? Do you think no. they have like storage in there? Okay. Well, that's say, where they get the shipment from. Yeah, the shipment that's where they have toys. the shipment. Yeah, that Joe's got it back. But I like how in this original, like in this tracking shot at the beginning, you can see Buzz running along, pushing the cart. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's so tiny and stuff. And you think like they're using the cart for concealment, but anyone who looks at it closer, right, can obviously see that, yeah, that there's no. a bunch of toys <laughs> in it. Yeah, they don't really give that much uh, weight to secrecy ever since the end of last. Yeah. Year. Oh yeah. No. Since then, it's just like if we get copy. I mean, let's just ride down the street in a rocket. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it's particularly bad. Like within this week, like we'll get to the minute, like, you know, a couple of days mm-hmm. time. But there's at one point there's there's toys, and it's established like here and now that there are people in this building. Like there's like oh, there's yeah, at cause... least two people there, but there's a full on toy party happening down one of the aisles oh, yeah. with like music blaring and everything. Yeah. So like they do not give any kind of a crap about <laughs> concealing yeah. themselves or mm-hmm. it's crazy what's going on in here. It's like it's some yeah. sort of Caligula's palace this place for toys. But you know. Yeah. Jeb Remind me, did we establish that this is taking place on a Sunday now? Because yesterday was the Saturday that you had to drive all the way to work? Or is this like Monday? What? Because this... I think we... Uh, no, I think this is... I think it's Monday now. Because he had to drive all the way to work on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then they had then the night Woody's where... arm got broken, got ripped off. Yeah, but that then... was... Then the night of the... Yeah, because they were watching Woody's roundup, and then his arm got broken off. But in the middle of the night, he went to go get his arm. So it was only that one night. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I guess this is yeah. Sunday. I guess, I mean, it is summer, but, like, there's nobody in this line. It seems like it's full daytime, you mm-hmm. know? And it's closed. And where are the employees... I mean, I guess the employees park, what, like, by the side of the... Yeah, that's customer parking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for when Al needs to drive there, and then on a Saturday, yeah, on a Saturday in a toy store, yeah, when there's not going to be anybody at a toy store. Yeah, never, never. Kids don't do anything (laughs) on Saturdays. But the cleaner is already at Al's place. 
Or, unless... This is like in... Uh, Meanwhile. The Last Jedi, where like it's obvious that all the stuff with Rey happens way before. Yeah. Because all the other stuff happens like immediately after the last movie. Mm-hmm. So, like... Maybe all the cleaner stuff is happening, like, a little while after all the Toy Barn stuff. Yeah. Because the cleaner must be there very early, though. Gotta be. Mm-hmm. First thing tomorrow he did say, though, so mm-hmm. I guess it is It is the first yeah, thing. Plus, the cleaner is also, like, he's a geriatric old man, and, like, I've been around old people, and, like, they, they get up. Like Jerry's game. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, that's unintentional, that's as well. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> old people do tend to get up, like, really, like, crack a dawn kind of thing. So he could oh, he yeah. could be, well, like, yeah, I'll be there at, like, 5.30. Well, you got to get up when the cr- rooster crows, because Alice Toy Barn, get it? It's the yeah. rooster, get it? They're, they're farm man. Mm. I like the We're Not Preschool Toys Slinky We Can Read, because <laughs> it has all sorts of implications that we had the preschool toy mm-hmm. comment last movie. Mm-hmm. But they got preschool toys present. And we were trying to determine are preschool toys like toys for preschoolers or toys that are mentally a preschooler. And stuck in that state, assumedly. Right. But then this makes me think, Rex kind of is a preschool toy. If you think about it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely safe for preschoolers. Mm-hmm. We think he might be have been Andy's old favorite toy, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm. He's a little dumb. Is that why he's dumb? I think so. He probably... I mean, the dinosaur thing. age of stagnation. Mm Mm-hmm. His age of extinction. His Transformers age of extinction. Yeah, that one. (laughs) Yeah. Great film. Great film. Did Rex then learn to read? Because he can obviously read. We see him read in this minute. Yeah. Yeah. But then that would mean, like, well, does does that mean that all preschool toys can then, therefore, learn and grow and be adult toys? Or, like, is is there a, a level of, like... It's... Yeah, that's weird when we see, like, Buzz wake up and be an adult toy, Mm -hmm. and yet apparently preschool toys cannot read, at least stereotypically, according to Mr. Potato Head. Mm. I think it's... Because Buzz read last minute, he he was reading his own handwriting, he read something last minute, I think. Mm. Maybe it it has to do with the age warning on the box. Maybe it's like, it said for Rex, like, save for ages like 2 to 8. And then he's just like. Well, then why would that mean that they couldn't read? Or no, though? maybe he his was like ages like three and up. Yeah. You know, oh, like because it says Mr. right Potato on his, box, his yeah, three and up. Yeah, and like a oh, preschool toy would be like something with like recommended for ages like three, three to olds, six. Mm. Three year olds are still preschoolers though. Yeah, like eight recommended from ages like three to six or something. You know how they have those toys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's like that. <laughs> yeah, possibly it's first grade book. Yeah. When the toys move out of the way of that cart, though, you get to see those elongated cow nipples mm-hmm. on the udder. Mm-hmm. And, like, we got to see that great shot of the front of the cart. Like, Al really put in a lot. Yeah, to... he... He's committed to the aesthetic. He put arguably too much uh, you time and you money. You wouldn't think that he would. Mm. Right. I, I, into making I'm money. just genuinely, like, really interested in... Is Al's Toy Barn a successful business? Because, like, we're coming in here early in the morning, so obviously it's empty. But, like, we've heard about it in the last movie and stuff, and it's like, it seems to be pretty well stocked. Is that the well, indication? Al can live on the top floor of his apartment building, which seems nice enough. I think that's family money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, from Al's toy barn. I guess, yeah, he does also have to, like, book like, a flight yeah. to Japan I think he's on, the, like, on the same day, which yeah. is going to cost you a I think bundle. He's, it was formerly successful when his dad was running it, and oh. he's kind of running it into the ground because he doesn't know huh. what he's doing, and he's busy with outside... With his collection? Thing. Yeah, with toy yeah. collections and all that stuff. I, I think Al's 
decent off. Like, I think he's doing all right. Like, he's a business owner. He's not struggling for money at all, obviously, Mm. because he can pay for, like, all the airline stuff later. Mm -hmm. But this Woody stuff would make him, like, you know, a millionaire, and that's why Mm. he... Is Plus, he right. also could have booked like the Japan flight, thinking, "Oh, I've got all this money coming to me. I can spend all right, the savings, yeah. and that's I'll get it'll be reimbursed instantly anyway." And that's why he's yeah. like I, I so can, devastated at the end that he's lost everything. I can everything. spend everything right now because I'm about to make. Yeah, because he has millions. to put on a yeah. sale after this to make up for his money. Yeah, I think the Woody's roundup stuff is his investment. Yeah, he's doing the yeah. store thing just because, like. Mm-hmm. It was his dad's, and he kind of feels like he has to. And well, and because that's how he makes his living on his money. His money savings too, yeah. is like you know his Jesse mm-hmm. and his Woody and his Bullseye. Mm. We get to meet a new character though this minute. Joe, the most important character, Joe, the star of the show, <laughs> which is the reason why I named this minute sequel after GI Joe because we have <laughs> Joe. Okay, that was okay. That makes way more. Okay, I was. <laughs> I was like, should even I after you said it was GI Joe, I was like. Well, I couldn't use a real American hero for that one minute with the American flag because that was pig in the city and it yeah. just fit too well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, have, but, I have to ask, though, is Joe, is he like another, is that John Rassenberger doing his voice as well? Because it, it sounds low like him. At I'm all, pretty it sure it is. It's, like him. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's John Rassenberger. Yeah. 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 Though he shows up 10 minutes late to work with Starbucks. Yeah, like, he, exactly. he is that. That meme. He is that meme. Just way before that meme was a thing. Yeah. He invented it. <laughs> he was that trendsetter. Yeah, people saw. OGI Joe. <laughs> like, any mention, though, like, John Mazenberger, like, since I've got into the podcast game myself, mm-hmm. like, just thinking about Cliff Clavin and Cheers, it's just like, if any sitcom character ever was going to be a podcaster, it would totally be oh, Cliff Clavin. Because <laughs> he would just be going on about a name yeah. crap just into a microphone for hours and then just so, yeah, someone will listen to it even in this movie is he oh no he's in the end when uh wheezy sings. yeah when wheezy Spoiler. but i could imagine wheezy him... can't sing oh sorry yeah yeah when someone does something i mean yeah he's in the end when... yeah no spoilers <laughs> yeah but for this movie I... that was made in 1999 <laughs> can you imagine that ham like making a podcast just on all the cassette tapes that andy's mom has <laughs> on picasso yeah oh i'll be amazing though if they did <laughs> have know, cultured swine yeah so he has to interview Mr. Potato. He has Mr. Potato as a guest so that you can educate him. Mr. Potato had to talk about Picasso. I think it's like that should be like a, a, a pitch to. I am an uncultured swine. <laughs> That's the thing I should try to get that over to Pixar because Pixar just take in suggestions from the outside, don't they? Of like, mm-hmm. but Ham should be hosting a podcast. That, there you go. That's, yeah, and they're like, oh, oh, Toy Story Four. That's gotta happen, man. Oh, please. It'd be great and if that like, was no the one idea. Knows who it is because it's a toy, yeah. right? <laughs> It'd be great if that was the idea that actually got them to do it as well. They're like, we made this. Perfect trilogy. Why would we spoil that? And then someone was just like, "Guys, Ham starts a podcast," and they're like, "Get Ratzenberger Ham with the podcast. Get him on the phone. We're doing this. Yep. <laughs> make, make a short about it. No, it has to be a full no, length no, no, no. feature, all about it's that. Going, it, yep, it's going to the big screen. <laughs> you can call it Ham Radio. Uh, oh, I think it writes itself. This is exactly what happened. They're like, "This is too good an idea to turn down." Yeah, got to invest Fire all the money in. Yeah, the whole the whole we're getting back Bo Peep thing. That's just like a that's a red herring. Yeah. yeah. That, like, happens, but that's, like... It's the B-plot. Yeah. <laughs> Joe doesn't come in... There's no employee entrance, which you would think there was if you were doing inventory, right? Right. Well... Because I figure, because the soys follow that, after him not very long afterwards, yeah. and they don't see him, so he must be off doing inventory somewhere. So, where are the humans in, right. this, in this week, you know? In the, uh, in the week of minutes. Yeah. Probably, like... If a... you're doing inventory, you would ship, you would put them in the aisles... 
this is a toy store. Well, maybe they're not doing inventory as in, like, restocking. They're doing inventory oh, just, like, yeah. checking everything in, the like, stuff, the warehouse, yeah. making it, the make sure shipment. everything... In the silo. The silo, mm. right, sorry. I'm making sure everything is again, I, accounted you for. You know, not to get too far ahead, but uh, it would make me think, like, yeah, maybe they do have a thing specifically out of the way somewhere in the silo at, at this time every week, and that's why the Barbies later on... There's a raging are, party. Yeah, like, and they're like, yeah. oh, we know oh, we're safe like, for it's inventory time. We're mm-hmm. good, yeah. The store, like, opens late on Sundays because everyone's maybe Al would be going to church but he's here with the cleaner now mm, yeah he's a little busy I don't think Al seems like a very religious man but he's probably not maybe his dad wasn't so Al's toy barn always opens late on Sundays right and Aww. he tried he tried like I don't go to church so I'll open it earlier and just all the clientele just yeah no one showed up yeah. because they were all yeah yeah because it's not like they're like they're I'm like, going to church on Sunday <laughs> I'm gonna sneak out of church mom so I can go to this toy store yeah e Toy Story E. Get it? This <laughs> yeah. is a Toy Story E week of minutes. Hey. Nice. But I love Rex's insistence that they cannot go into the closed store because it ties back to earlier when he was saying you can't steal Woody. That's illegal. Yep. You can't go. He's a strict follower of laws. Yeah, he is like a yes man to a team. I think that's why he's bad at video games because he's not testing the waters of them. Right. He's just doing what seems straightforward. Yeah, right. Yeah. I wonder if it's Rex all from... lawful neutral. Is it all from, you know, his admiration of Buzz as well? Because Buzz, like, you know, or when he started out at least, oh. he was very strict, like, ranger guidelines. And so he's like, oh, to be mm. like Buzz Lightyear, I'm going to follow the, the rule of law to the letter and uphold everything. Yeah. It's written yeah, down. Well, Buzz is a Not space, question it. He's a space cop slash space military guy, as we see later in the week. And Woody is a sheriff mm. like this mm-hmm. is a very law-abiding room yeah that's true yeah. Yeah, yeah you just wonder then like how many like altercations does like do like ham and mr potato have have with because they, they constantly just be like ah woody you know who cares if he's a sheriff yeah. i'll do what i want mm. but rex is the only one who's like yeah. oh you gotta respect him i'd say ham is the least like law-abiding of this fivesome of this mm-hmm. five-man band mm. of this suicide squad yeah um which one would be margot robbie um, which one can climb stuff? Maybe Slinky, Slinky can climb can stuff. Climb stuff. <laughs> but that means that he has an unfortunate um, storyline. Spoilers, I haven't not, seen I just said he squad. has an unfortunate storyline. Yeah, It's he, very in-depth, and he's like... He learns yeah. that the true climbing was in he, his heart all along. Exactly. <laughs> I would say... Who's the sexy one of these toys? I guess that has oh, to be uh, Bo Peep, really, isn't Buzz? it? But... Well, no, of, of these five, Oh, of these mean, toys. Oh, of this actual mission. Suicide Squad. Because they're the Suicide Squad, yeah. Um, Buzz is definitely uh, Deadshot, or whatever Will Smith's guy is. Because he shoots the thing. Yeah. And, and he's, like, kind of, like, the leader, and he wears, like, Does a Does anyone have a, a bunch mask. of gadgets? Because that could be Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Uh, or if anyone is really rich, that could be him. Or if anyone's just, like, strong. Rex, Rex is Killer Croc. Before. Yeah, he's Killer Croc, but the Croc's a dino. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess kill a dino wrong. Like, what's, what's that guy? Is Captain Boomerang? Like, who's who? Yeah, he's got a mustache. He was... I guess he's Mister Potato Head. <laughs> he was cool. Like, he, he throws his extra shoes and his angry eyes. Yeah, there, there you go. Works perfectly. All right. I need um, to look. Up, I don't even remember who was, all was exactly in. The I'm still surprised that you actually went and saw that movie. It. I'm not. Okay, well, yeah, you're not surprised because you did it. Yeah, so oh, like I'm like I as a host, I hadn't hosted like a Batman podcast. Like I'm in the bag for all these things. So even opening mm-hmm. day with Justice League, I'm like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> like, come on, I, let's just do it. Oh, I had yeah, not seen be... Batman versus Superman, so I, mean, I didn't know. Okay, Jeb, we have to. This is like still more than a year from now. But we have to be in the theater opening night of Toy Story Four. Oh, I'm aware. And then do like a spoilersy 
like podcast, po- like a unedited a special, right, the day yeah. after special. You have to do yeah. the, the movies by minutes while it's in theater. You have to go back every week and watch one minute of the film. And then bring someone <laughs> with you, buy them a ticket, and then they have to come out and be like, oh, yeah, so, uh, paid 20 I This time I decided not to get popcorn just because we've now done 60 showings of this film <laughs> while it's in theaters, and uh, kind of, we had to move out of our, you know, we're, we're now homeless. I'm broke, <laughs> we yeah. We live in this theater lobby. Yup. Can't have international so, guests uh, because that theater Wi-Fi is so Fire terrible. guy. <laughs> Diablo. Who would be Diablo. Um, who's the most devilish? Well, I said that Han's the least law-abiding, but they're all in law-abiding if they're the Suicide Squad. Right. Yeah. I guess I, I uh, would put Ham as Harley Quinn, just because their voices are yeah. ever so slightly similar. They're both, they're, and, they're both New york Yeah, yeah, they got that yeah. kind of yeah. accent. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> Plus, I can imagine Harley yeah. Quinn doing a thing like just zooming through TV channels and going, no, no, I got this totally. Like, that seems, that seems like a kooky, crazy thing that Harley Quinn would do. Yep. Yeah, although to be, it's like how she watches TV. Like that's her like she never relaxing. Stops, yeah, like, yeah she just like relaxes yeah. by just like clicking, clicking, mm-hmm. clicking. Yeah. Anyway, I guess there's no Diablo then. That's yeah. sad. Well, Zerg. There you go. Bam. <laughs> no, he's Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because he's in it for like ten minutes, but they make a huge deal about it. And him he's like and really popular that. with the. Well, no, Jared Leto's not popular with anyone because he's. Jared Leto. Awful. Uh, but, anyway. Yeah, no, but, like, they made, like, a, like, like he was in, like, all the, like, commercials for mm-hmm. previews, and then mm-hmm. he was in the movie for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. These things that are called control mats, I looked them up a little bit, and there's surprisingly little actual history to them. The things that open doors on stores. I can't imagine they've changed very much since yeah. their inception. Well, there's, there's a few kinds. There's kinds that, like, scan to see if there's a human there, but these ones are the regular pressure sensors. Mm-hmm. They are set... Typically to less than a normal human weight, mm. which is good because these toys combined definitely do not weigh that much, mm-hmm. even if one of them is carrying $6 and change. Right. And they were invented in the 60s, so this could be, like, from Laramie's Toy Barn. Right. If that's what we're going to get if with. If that's what we're going with, it, yeah. Name. I don't know how you pulled Laramie. I didn't, well, I was going to say Joe, but then I realized Joe is specifically in this yeah. minute. <laughs> I just love the shot of them all just jumping up yeah. and back down. Because Mr. Potato Head That's doesn't so cool. jump even. He kind of just stomps. Yeah. It's great. Although I do, actually tying into Laramie, we know from The Simpsons as well, from that one episode, you actually need a soul to open these doors as well. Oh, yeah. Sells so, right. the toys are in soul. so that's confirming right. that the, the toys have souls. Then that's... that's yeah, yeah, there we go. And there's a toy and heaven. Buzz, that changes a lot. That and changes Buzz a lot. Buzz knows he's a toy. He knows he has a soul, but he also knows that he's not the real Buzz Lightyear. So he's got soul, but he's not a soul. I've got a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thanks, I was workshopping that in my head for a little bit. That was good. <laughs> nice. To be fair, though, I've got a lot of questions about Buzz Lightyear, but they're for like a, a relevant yeah. minute coming up. We've got like a Buzz minute coming yeah. up. Yeah, definitely. very Buzz-centric. Mm-hmm. The first thing when you walk into this toy store is apparently video game strategy guides, because that's, you know, always the first thing when you walk into a toy store. I feel like those should be, should be like, where the... Where the video games are? No, I was going to say, like, the checkout aisle, where they have, like, the... Oh, uh, you yeah. know, they have, like, the, uh, the celeb guys. gossip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need the celeb gossip I mean, like, I imagine like, this is, like, 98, 99, isn't it? So, like, that, to me, like, that screams, like, that's the rise of the PlayStation 1, like, the first PlayStation. Mm. So I could imagine Which that is, they were like, odd. that's the thing they're flogging. Like, maybe if Al himself doesn't stock computers, 
He's like, oh, I've got the mm-hmm. strategy guides. This will get the kids in as well because if I can't, mm. if I don't have the money to sell them computers, I can at least get them at this other angle and then put them right by the door so they know that they're there and stuff. Well, it's weird because that works. Uh, well, for for two reasons, this is odd because one, we're not sure when this movie takes place. It seems ninety six based on something in the next week of minutes, but it all. I mean, it could be ninety nine. Who knows? And obviously. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear Attack on Zerg is a Super Nintendo game. Mm. Yeah. Because we saw him playing it on one. But I think there might be multiple ports based on a clue in a few minutes from now. (laughs) Because we see something written on the back of the Attack on Zerg strategy guide. It's still weird. If this does play this in 99, it's really weird to put an SNES game strategy guide as the first thing kids see when they walk in. Yeah, because N64s were already a thing, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you, where's the, there's no display in the window either. Like, they're facing so that when you walk in, you see mm-hmm. it, not when you're outside. It's so that Rex can see it immediately. Yeah. It could be, yeah. as well, that this Al's a bit, like, he, he's a bit behind the times. Like, he thinks that, like, it's got all these Buzz Light years. But then again, maybe mm-hmm. it's like, well, Buzz is, you know, he was a hot toy, like, three years ago. Yeah, he's the Tickle Me Elmo. You're not going to be a toy store owner and not know what yeah. the Tickle Me Elmo is. But it could right? be that it's also, like, Buzz was hot, like, this one year. And then Al ordered way too much of him, and now he's just got an aisle of Buzz Lightyear, and he's just like, oh, crap, the, the kids aren't buying we'll, this we'll, anymore. We'll get to that. Yeah. But he doesn't just sell an Attack on Zerg strategy guides, though. He also sells, as we can see, Uber Orin yeah. strategy guides. With <laughs> this, this, like, He looks like Superman-esque, kind of, this this Orin man. I was really expecting uh, there which, to be something fun, on yeah. this Uber Orin. I was like, oh, th- this is going to be like a Google gold mine. And then I typed it in, and there was nothing. There was just like I, I yeah. could not find a single thing on what Uber or I thought it might have been an Easter egg. It could have been like mm-hmm. like an early short that one of the animators worked on way when he was off, you know, with a different studio. Oh, that would have been great if that was like an early name for Mister Incredible. Yeah, yeah, but well, look, yeah, Uber Orin could be like you never know. It could nice. be like it could be yeah. one of them will come out one day and be like, oh yeah, it was at one point it was called Uber Orin, and we put that in Toy Story too, and no one's bought it. Uber Orin is my favorite Incredibles 2 character, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, same. Yeah. And then the other one was really hard to read, even like zoomed in on an HD screenshot. It's like Princess Alatherpy, Alatherpy, Alchemy, I don't know. It's something it's very strange. D. Yes, Princess Allegra D. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like a... Medication? Uh, yeah. For for allergies? Yeah. Yeah, there he is. There, there you go. It's a game about... Yeah, it all ties in. You're a princess who fights allergies. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> I love Rex's little reaction, because I just like imagining Wallace Shawn sitting there, just like, okay, Wallace, make your little uh, excited noises. <laughs> <laughs> but this minute, unfortunately, does set an impossible standard for floors... Because these floors are incredibly shiny. Mm-hmm. Again, just like in Andy's room where, you know, he had this very, very reflective floors. Like, yeah. you can see all of Buzz reflected in the floor. Yeah. So, the late night, the closers at Al's. They did it. They're really good at mop. Yeah, they mop. Yeah. yeah. Real well. Also, there's, like, there doesn't seem to be anything, like, damaged or anything. There's no, like, wear and tear, which makes me think, this toy store must be doing pretty good. Mm. Or... Or that means that nobody is walking through Yeah. It. Oh. <laughs> so it's doing bad. Either or, honestly. Yeah. Well, he's, he's in a very busy, like, cross-section. Where they have a good, uh... They have a really good commercials. janitor. Yeah. Like, they got Charlie Kelly to be their janitor or something like that. They have... What if the cleaner is also the janitor? Whoa. And that's why he was busy, like... Last night is because he was cleaning this floor. That seems realistic. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. 
He's got he's got the two jobs, and that's why Al instantly knows his phone number. Mm-hmm. We see the Luxo ball again because, of course, yeah. Yeah. And, why would you not? Yeah, and we have the best toy apparently, which is the Hypno Yo Yo. Yup. <laughs> which I imagine is just like it. I don't think it advertises itself as a regular, as an actual hypnotic yo yo. It's just like. Yeah, we drew a thing on a yo-yo, whatever. It's I don't know. looks like it might hypnotize somebody. It's a yo-yo. I, don't, I, I totally imagine that would entirely have been the marketing campaign. It's like, it's a yo-yo that hypnotizes people. And it would have been... Oh, 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 yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Toy adverts do that crap oh, gotta, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I could see... I can imagine a commercial with a kid, like, putting the yo-yo down and another kid, like, looking at it transfixed. And uh, they, like, they, like, did... B- cluck like a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buck, buck, buck. Hey, buck, buck, and that's how much a hypno yo-yo is. <laughs> oh, man, Al's, Al's toy, toy beyond. <laughs> yeah, Al's toy beyond. Although you will notice that despite the amazing floors, one of the little things on the side of the shelves there, because it's a uniform yeah, thing, one of them slightly askew. Off. So you think, like, yeah, someone would have yeah. fixed that. But, yeah. Unless the floor was drying when it happened, and then they saw it, and they're like, right. ah. Well, wait, they'll try. Probably. Come back later. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there are a few scuff marks here and there, too. It's just that the floor itself is incredibly shiny. So, mm, people walk through it. I guess maybe people really, really wipe their feet right. before walking in. Going back to the hypno yo-yo, though, I bet they do have somebody getting, like, hypnotized in the commercials. Just like in the Buzz Lightyear commercial, they have him flying, and then... Oh, and it's just not, not a actually going toy? to hypnotize people, yeah. <laughs> not a hypno-toy. <laughs> It's like that loud... Not a flying toy. Yeah. So I got interested here because apparently there's not enough to look at in this intensely dense toy store, you know, Mm. minutes. Slinky's saying, whoa, Nelly. Because whoa, (laughs) Nelly's important because the debut studio album of Nelly Furtado in 2000, (laughs) produced by DreamWorks Records, Uh, the rivalry. Boo. But also, no, I just wanted to know where the phrase came from, but when I googled Woe Nelly, that came up. <laughs> Woe Nelly was, because, okay, you say woe to, like, slow down your horse. Mm-hmm. Was there a horse named Nelly? It was, a like, a stereotypical name for horses and mules oh. and stuff was Nelly. And then in Roy Rogers, a guy had a jeep who he called Nelly. And so whenever he stopped, he would say Woe Nelly. And nice. it got popularized there. Nice. <laughs> uh, I definitely for sure knew that, like, the Nelly Furtado connection, because I always associate the phrase, whoa, Nelly, with Foghorn Leghorn, because that was the thing he used to come out with. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember when that album was out, like, it was around our house and stuff. Every time I'd see the title, I'd always imagine, like, they should have had him next to Nelly Furtado on the cover going, like, I see, I see, I see. just going like, whoa, somehow, Nelly! <laughs> if somehow Toy Story had come out, like, way back then, it would have been the guy who was probably just Mel Blanc and doing another voice, doing Slinky's voice. <laughs> Yes. I say, I say, I ain't a smart dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say, I say, I know what roadkill is. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd be probably uh, the less... uh, remiss, though, if he didn't mention that, like, the whole visual reference that's going on here as the, the establishing shot of the toy barn is because it's mm-hmm. very reminiscent of, one, the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then, yeah. two, which mm-hmm. is in itself a reference to Citizen Kane, the end of Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. And then that's weird because I have a thing that ties into Orson Welles for another minute down the line so it's uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry i i just saw on one of the sides of this sh- on the sides of some of the shelves it has like a painting of a chicken with overalls coming out of like the barn window yeah it's amazing it's quality yeah it's, oh it's on the other side too yeah it's yeah. on it's okay. on like alternating ones and this one has just like the display of tracks yeah. that we'll see better next minute but yeah the only thing other than that that i have left to say with this minute is 
why does Buzz take off his helmet as, like, his actionable thing? Is this his, like, okay, now I'm serious? Because he, he does it right. Yeah, he says, "What? how are we going to find Nelly? Or, Nelly? Find Nelly. How are we going to find Woody in this place? And he just beep, pops it off. And, and then says, yeah, look for Al. It's like, <laughs> is this your looking for things so that your helmet doesn't get in the way or something? Maybe he's got a smudge. Yeah. I don't know. I imagine maybe when he was outside, he didn't want, like, bugs and stuff. And so now, mm. now he... He prefers to have it off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when he's indoors. Yeah. Hmm. That works. Yeah. That's a workable... uh yeah, theory. yeah. Well, toy theory. Could be the old-fashioned thing theory. as well. Like, well, you, most people, you take your hat off when you're indoors. Oh yeah. And then, of course, yeah. Mr. Potato Head. No, I'm keeping my hat on. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> he's a rude dude with a tube. Yeah. yeah, he's on his bachelor's mission right now. So mm-hmm. all right. That's why he put his stash back on. We already established that. <laughs> yeah, he regrew his hair by mm-hmm. force of will. Yep. This has run a little long, so I think we should save, like, plugs and stuff for next time. Yeah. So I guess, then, until next time, listeners, we'll see you tomorrow, and you're late. We got a bunch of toys to unload, so best come on in. Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly, watch the episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with an acceptable Toy Story 2 sign-off. A sign-off someday, yeah. yeah. I hope. Wild, wild west.